Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Podcast. This is Camp Slash Horrorcast, Season 5, Episode 4, Scanner. If this is your first time checking out the podcast network, we appreciate it. Please head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just a reminder, Camp Slash Horrorcast is a weekly live videocast available on Twitch and YouTube. We go live every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv backslash wearepodcastnetwork and youtube.com backslash wearepodcastnetwork. As the Camp Slash Horrorcast is live, I will not be editing the audio for this podcast. So what you saw live is what you get here. Please come watch the stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And if you want to see the previous streams, go check out our Twitch or YouTube channel. And for a full list of future films we'll be watching, please head over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. All links can be found in the description. And with that, on to the horror cast. You've been MIA. Oh, I, I have that. guys. I trust me. It really like it. Really wasn't my choice. Uh, I had I had to go. Down to Tyler, take care of some business, and then we had Friendsgiving, and then last week I had to do a couple other things. Yeah, I've been, I have been out of the loop, and, and last week I had to go do a my monthly bro date with my buddy Keith. But uh, yeah, I am back. I am back, ready to rock. Awesome. That was all said live on the internet. So just let you know, <laughs> I don't care. So welcome back, Jay. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to Camp hey, Slash Horrorcast, where we talk horror movies from the past every Monday at 8 p.m. Central. I'm your head camp counselor, Doc. I'm here with other head camp counselors. We have Jay. We're going to do this the scanner way. McClintock. Jay, how are you, sir? Welcome back. I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me back. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun to be here and talk about one of Cronenberg's earliest works. Oh, yeah. It's going to be... A fun, explosive uh, conversation. I <laughs> get it. <laughs> Next, we got Miles. I'm going to suck your brain dry, Francis. Miles, how are you, sir? I'm a little bummed out, dude. I heard this movie had a great head scene, and it wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting. Uh, finally, we got Raph. I think you're in big trouble, chump Ramirez. Raph, how are you? Fantastic, sir. Thanks for having me. Hell yeah, dude. Yo, we watch Scanners. Release yes, date January 14th. My birthday, 1981. <laughs> Running nice. time 103 minutes. Box office 14.2 million. Synopsis. A scientist trains a man with an advanced telepathic ability called scanning to stop a dangerous scanner with extraordinary psychic powers from waging war against non-scanners. It is convoluted <laughs> as the fucking movie is. <laughs> Wait, is that what it was about? <laughs> what the fuck did I watch? <laughs> All right, let's watch a trailer. And there are two trailers, but this one uh, seemed more realistic than the other one. The other one was just the scene of the guy's head exploding. So this is Which, rated there is the movie. Yeah, that, come that's on. Like, that's the one yeah. like we could have all saved a lot of time tonight. We just <laughs> watched a gif, man. Yeah, or a gif or whatever it's okay, called. I scan all of you in this room. That was it. That's it. We're done. <laughs> there are four I, I say it. It's not playing. Can you can't see it? No. God damn it. Why does this thing always fucking do this? That's because you're talking shit about scanners. So, someone's like, nah. Nice. Earth, 237 yeah. are scanners. They'll control your mind, conquer your will, manipulate your body like a toy. <laughs> 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 I have what you've had. Yes. 
<laughs> he was having one. In your brain. Four seconds. Oh, fuck, bro. What a piece of Three shit, seconds. but I enjoyed it. The pressure. The pool wire scene was really fun when they got like clearly yanked across you the can't barn. Breathe. It chokes you. Wait, anybody else get upset there was no orgy in the cult meeting? There was an orgy. It was a mind orgy. You begin to self-destruct. Experience the terrifying... They show all the good stuff in the trailer. And it will. There you go. That was too much. They didn't do that. No, they were keeping it PG-13. All right, let's talk history with the movie. I have a feeling... Me, Raph, and Miles have never seen this before. Is that right? Correct. So, Jay, what's your history with Scanners? It was your pick. Wow, guys. None of y'all have ever even accidentally seen this movie? That's never. crazy. And I'll tell you what. Here's the thing. Uh, all the all the criticisms that you guys may have, I probably will agree with most of them. Uh, I saw this movie definitely in the mid-'90s. Uh, there was some, some documentary I watched where it talked about Cronenberg, uh, and obviously we've all seen The Fly. We love The Fly. Fly. Uh, but uh, but I think uh, Scanners was one of the ones that really kind of put him on the map. Uh, I'll give you guys. I'll give you guys since all y'all are kind of you know not quite in the in the loop. Uh, basically, virgins. Well, basically, well, basically, uh, this time in the late seventies, uh, telepathic uh, horror movies were in. Obviously, the original would be Carrie. Carrie. You can't you can't top Carrie. It's literally one of the best horror movies ever made. I'll I'll defend that till the end of my days. However. There was another movie called The Fury that actually also starred Amy Irving from Carrie, which was actually kind of funny. Where because there was a there's a guy with the power to, with telekinesis, and she kind of had to battle him. And so this idea of having the telepathics actually fight kind of is what made its way into Scanners. And so obviously this is a Canadian movie, and I love the idea of having two two of these like psychic powered beings kind of going one-on-one -on -one against each other. A lot of people have actually stated that the whole premise of having two, two different, like two different beings that are very similar kind of like mouse mouse, like about like a cat and mouse kind of game. Some have actually compared the premise of this to the original Terminator. Oh, interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't see that. Well, <laughs> this, this, this is why. So you have, you have Ravek. Yeah. Who's who's played by uh who's played by Michael Ironside? He's definitely the more malicious of the two, and so he is after he is after all these other scanners looking to kill them. So they send a protector, in, in not so many words, which is Cameron Vale to go after him. It's very similar to what they had with the Terminator and Kyle Reese trying to protect all the people he's going after to kill. It's I literally. Time travel? There's no fucking time travel in nah, there. No, it's not so much time travel. It's the fact that they both come from like a very similar background, and that's that's that, that's the only real comparison I've seen. Again, I, I I've heard of. That's the only thing why. But uh, also, there's other things like uh, the fact that the guy playing Cameron Vale kind of almost looks a little bit like Christopher Reeve with his haircut and everything. That was also not an accident. Uh, he was meant to be kind of this like he was meant to look very what they say, quote unquote, Puri with his big, with his big, like angelic, like face and everything. Uh, a lot of that was definitely done on purpose. And obviously Michael Ironside has a very grizzled look. He is a perfect villain. Do you, can you guys even think of a single movie where he didn't play a villain? Uh, 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 Starship Troopers. He was still a bad guy. He, yeah, he was a dick. He was a dick. Anti-hero, yeah. Ray Jack. For sure. So again, I, 
And again, as far as all of Cronenberg's movies, I wouldn't put Scanners at the very top, but I think it definitely inspired a lot of other movies. And we can talk about that a little bit more down the road. Real, and that is real, my experience. Real quick, before we continue, what? when did you first see it? How did you see it? Like I, I saw it at home. I saw it at home. Uh, I watched it on Cinemax. I mean, the movie came out 13 days before I was born, so I didn't really have a good chance to see it you know, in the theaters. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's how I saw it. There you go. Boom. Very nice. All right, you, Raph, Miles, what were you going to say? So I've never seen it, and uh, it was oddly entertaining. As soon as that guy's head, head exploded, I was fucking hooked. Um, it. I, I have wish you I never seen... seen that explosion before anywhere? I think I have seen the gift before, but yeah. other than that, I, I didn't know where what it was from. Um, I was hoping to see more of, um, what's her name, Kim, right? Oh, yeah, Kim is gorgeous. Kim, yeah, d- didn't get to see her boobs. I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong guys. at that point. Uh, well, I was hoping for the orgy, but like you said, it was a mind orgy. Mind though. orgy, bro. It was they had a mind orgy. As fuck. And then uh, when they started scanning, bro, were, did anybody else feel like they were getting in their head, or was I just that high that I was like, "Fuck, they need to no, get out the, of here." No, the the music the music helps tremendously. Right, it really did. The score cool in this facts. movie is the weirdest jazz fusion long chord Heath Ledger Joker bullshit I've ever heard, <laughs> and it's like. It's crazy, dude, but it works. It, it 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 it's art. It literally comes together with everything and creates the illusion of people mind fucking each other. So uh, it worked great, but I don't see the Terminator uh, reference <laughs> at all because right. there's they're brothers. They're not fucking him from the future. It's uh, I, I don't see that. No, 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 no. It, and also, it's just uh, there's a there's like a military background of. Uh, well, here's the other thing. Oh, yeah, where, like, we're, well, well, he was cryogenically frozen, quote unquote, and he was thought out to be sent out to uh, go after his uh, his counterpart, even though he didn't know that was his brother. Uh, you know, that was actually stolen in Demolition Man. There's a lot of movies and a lot of things that definitely come from Scanner. So we can definitely talk about that if y'all like. Uh, well, yeah, I want to get into it. But Miles, what, what are you going to say? My history with it is just that it's made literally every horror list for since I was alive of like the greatest effect scene ever. Uh, the history of how they did that head explosion is insane. Uh, they like packed like a, a basically they they made like a cast of his head and like stuffed it with like dog food and like leftover yeah. meats and like all <laughs> sorts of stuff. And then they shot it with an actual shotgun on set and like. Just the idea that they had, like, the entire time they had the scenes with, like, the the scanner hunters going around with the shotguns, I was just like, man, the coolest use of shotguns in this whole movie was done off camera. <laughs> like, just... Yeah. Uh, so I'm very familiar with it as a whole just because it gets talked about so much, and I think to some extent that did make it worse for me just coming into it because... I feel like I've seen all of the exciting parts and the rest of the part that I hadn't seen is some arguably not great dialogue. Absolutely. Real I would quick. totally agree. Agreed. Totally agree. Real, totally agree. Real, real quick, Michael on YouTube said, I served and I was hit with cold water. So, Michael, we hear you. We know you're there. If you want to keep chatting, we'll shout you out here and there. Enjoying this episode? Go check out Geekster, a dating and friends app for geeks that focuses on common interests as a way to make meaningful connections. Download today on the App Store or click the link in the description to find out more. Geekster, this is what happens when nerds collide. Geekster, available on iOS and Android. Yeah, I have a major issue with the main character. And the basic 
problem is he's amnesia clean slate character. <laughs> he he why did he choose the side of Dr. Ruth? He had no history. He's been wandering around homeless with people's conversations in his head. He has never formed a personality whatsoever, has no concept of what it is to be a normal human. Kim says that to him. And he literally is just a clean slate, basically amnesia character. So why did he choose that side? He could have easily slipped over to his brother's side and it wouldn't have mattered. And that's there's literally uh, the what character Michael says, uh, the main character, Vance da Dallas. I don't remember what his name is. Uh, Cameron Vale. Cameron, Cameron Vale. Yeah, yeah, the veil was lifted from his insanity. But like he had total clean slate. So I never had if he if he picked the bad side, if he picked the good side, I didn't care. I really didn't give a shit because that, I, that's a that's that's a typical that is a very typical dialogue. Uh, uh, Roger Ebert said like. Even though all this amazing stuff's going on, you don't really care about the uh, people it's happening to. And I would absolutely agree with that. Uh, they try to shoehorn an ex explanation with that, with Rayvok, you know, telling him, like, that was our daddy, and he thawed you out. And he's like, I've been looking for you forever. And, like, is like, well, y'all are brothers? Like, no one, I mean, even though they do the exact same thing, that never really, like, even crossed my crossed my path like where i thought oh that that could have been a possibility uh i would also agree i think they really really had a very huge wasted opportunity when he goes up to that that warehouse or that you know that little asylum where all the other scanners are and and like the first guy like scans him uh, that interaction was probably some of the best acting of the entire movie and then they like just fucking off all those people in less than 15 minutes and I was like, there's a lot of there's a lot more you could dive into. I actually think this movie could have been maybe about 20 minutes longer. And I think it could have I think it could have fleshed out a lot of that story. Yeah, it it does fall into the action uh, tropes a lot. You know, like I was like, is this going to have a car chase? And then it had like a mini car chase. I was like, yeah. oh, right on. So it does a lot of action scenes. So is it trying to be a thriller? Is it trying to be a horror movie? Is it trying to be an action movie? It's a little bit of everything. Sci-fi horror. Sci-fi yeah. horror. It, yeah. It's definitely riding on the waves of uh, Alien. Uh, yeah. Sci-fi and horror was hot, dude. In the wow. late seven, real hot in the in the, in the late seventies, early eighties. On top of that, it's Canadian. I mean, Canadian mm -hmm. horror was also getting its uh, getting its feet in with uh, very soon after this. Literally a month later, you got My Bloody Valentine, which you know obviously premiered you know around <laughs> February fourteenth, nineteen eighty one. So I think that uh, I think Canadians were really getting there. Like I said, you know, movies like this and and, and movies around this time, like. It was a big crapshoot for for a lot of like horror stuff. I just got done watching In Search of Darkness three, and oh, dude, I love the first two, but I haven't watched the third one yet. Oh, the third one, the, you'll love the third one because the third one's all about how VHS really opened the door up for everybody, puppet masters, everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but like one of the things about yeah, like you get to see other places do horror, and one of those is you know Canada, and I think David Cronenberg is definitely. Canada's favorite son when it comes to Canadian horror. I can't really think of anyone better. Hey, but I gotta say, it's really slow action because all you see is the head exploding and then the end with that fucking... It was a weird battle, but it was kind of cool. But yeah. in the middle of it, there wasn't a lot of action. It was the dialogue and then the shotgun scene in the barn pissed me off because the guy was getting shot with shotgun bucks and I guess that was more realistic instead of him blowing up because they were shooting him from pretty far away he got shot several times 
But then when everybody fucking fell down, it was yeah. so ridiculous. You want like, the heads to explode. Yes. I want exactly. Absolutely. I would totally agree. And I think that I think one of the reasons like the that scene really kind of worked for me in the beginning was the fact that when they shot at him, he didn't necessarily get a direct hit, but he got like the shrapnel in his leg and whatnot, and he started catching it in all those other places. You know, another thing that I felt a little bit unrealistic about that scene is when he caught that shot to the to his back. I was like, that looks like it hit you right in the spine. Why are you still standing? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. and, and then some beautiful squibs, right some beautiful squib works in this though, man. Oh. Like when they get shot up in the freaking bus, like that guy, was like right on dude. Mm-hmm. But why weren't there more head explosions? I wanted season two of the boys at the end. Head explosions <laughs> well, all well right. more that's more, funny. Funny. You should say that because the boys absolutely ripped that off absolutely. in this movie. Yes. hundred yeah. percent for sure. It was awesome too. Totally awesome. I do feel in some ways this was a proto superhero movie because the whole time I'm watching it, I'm sitting there going like, well, this is intriguing. Like, and I like the fact that he's going to be an undercover spy. And I don't know. I just got like vibes from like a a superhero movie in some way. But like you said, he could have easily been the bad guy. So it was just the way they manipulated. Roger Ebert said it in his review of the movie. He's like, there's no, this character is such a blank slate. There's no, uh, challenge to him he just like he chooses good for some reason and maybe that's supposed to be dichotomy the yin and the yang you know michael ironside is pure evil he's pure good maybe that's what it's supposed to be doing well uh duck to answer your question about the whole evil versus good thing uh another story that had been going on around this time started in january of 1980 and ended up in october of 1980 was the x-men story of the uh dark uh, phoenix saga which is considered one of the seminal, you know, graphic novels of the time. It deals with Jean Grey, obviously one of the most powerful telepaths, telekinetics in the world, and her struggle between the light and the dark. And I think that this movie, on a very small level, kind of echoes that. And the fact that when you see Cameron, you know, with that yoga master, and he's told to kind of try to test his, like, heartbeat, I mean, it shows that even even at such a, you know, novice level, Cameron's going to kill this guy. But the very last second, he's actually able to stop himself. But he you can almost see, and this is where I think some of the best acting happens, where you see that glint in his eye where he's almost like intrigued by his power. There's a lot of different avenues they could have gone with. And like you said, blank slate, and they could have, I think they could have painted on him a little bit more to, to, uh, to you know, go on with what you said. Uh, what I was thinking kind of, watching it was first of all i think the main actor is really good um in this movie like i think he's killer and like you said he gives hints and and like realizing that he's super powerful you know what i mean like and you can yeah. see in his acting that he's like oh shit like and he kind of knows he can do it um but like his voice is so fucking good too it's very commanding uh uh, and his eyes are dreamy. So at the end of the movie, when <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, good looking cat, really good looking cat. When Michael Ironside at the end, they show the <laughs> eyes, and it's his eyes. You know, that's the spoiler. Yeah, yeah, big <laughs> spoiler. Do you buy that that there were brothers? Because that caught me off guard. That really like sidetracked me when they said they were brothers. I was like, oh shit! After they killed that doctor too, I was like, fuck, bro. Well, how many people did Michael Ironside have control of? Did like. The, the posse of like Everyone. shotgun people, he was controlling them, right? Well, if you think about it, the way he explains at the end is because of that ephemeral. Uh, him and his brother are the two most powerful scanners there are on the planet. 
but you're not quite sure who's number one between them two. But and he if, was controlling the other scanners. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why he is more. He is. He is like with like you could really call him like the alpha scanner. Like and, he and the on. computer. Uh oh, right. Wasn't he scanning the computer too? Well, that's there's a reason for that because what scanners do is they work off the brain impulses and also other thing. And, and let's be real, guys, we're all the most com we're all we're all the most complex combustible engines on the planet. We also work on electricity. That's not a that's not a conspiracy theory. We literally have electricity running we're through our computers, dude. We're absolutely meat computers, and and, and David Cronenberg, David Cronenberg is the king of of all that. Have you ever seen Existence? You'll totally know what I'm talking about. Mm. So, so you can actually start controlling the electricity around you, and so your telekinesis actually becomes almost like an elemental power, which is, I, I think, what Cameron was showing towards the end. Is it existence or existence? Whatever you call it, existence. Yeah, well, yeah we should the, definitely watch that for this cast. The the movie that was so unfortunate that it had to come out in the same year as the Matrix. The Matrix, yeah. Oh man, what a what a, what a bad beat, Cronenberg. With, with uh, a what a bad beat. With a within the same realm, but like it's it's almost like existence is like the end of the eighties. And Matrix is kind of the beginning of the '90s, 2000s. You know what I mean? Just like. But they both came out in '99, though. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not great for existence. <laughs> yeah. I think of I think of it like I think of Matrix as a '90s movie, but it really just changed the game. No, uh, it's it's like it is it is like I would say Matrix. Like if you when you the Matrix is the movie that brought the 90s into the 21st century yeah like it, very nicely. yeah like probably one of the greatest sleeper movies that will ne we may never have another sleeper movie like the matrix ever again mm -hmm. yeah. because nobody thought it was like, like i don't know about you guys and, and not to go too much on tangent on the scanners but like me and my buddies we we saw very little like trailers for the matrix we're like that's kind of cool cammy what's he up to last thing i saw him in was the devil's advocate and then you watch it and you're like this movie will change everything. Yeah. <laughs> and of course it did. But um, anyway, I thought that way about Cloverfield had kind of that momentum a little bit like, but that was because the trailer was such a misdirect. But anyhow, back to scanners. Yeah. Uh, Michael Ironside <laughs> is fucking amazing in this movie. He's amazing in every movie he's in. Breakthrough uh, role. Breakthrough role. He always the steals next karate the kid. Really? <laughs> I love the next Karate Kid. I love, Are you me? I love the next Karate Kid. Yeah. I, I, I never hated on it. Even as a kid, I was like, yep, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm for Hillary Swink or Michael Ironside to make an appearance in Cobra Kai. <laughs> well, the idea is, spoiler alert, that she is going to be Peyton, Peyton Liss' uh, mother. I love oh. that so much. Like, the mom, the mom, true. the mom. Yeah. She's always talking about. That's. Yeah, I the, hope that's true. She's too busy making Mystery Alaska or Mystery whatever that that Alaska Confidential show. So anyway, return back to, to scanners. The, return to the hockey. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Uh yes, yeah, scanners. I don't know what else to say. Like you guys said, Boy, the dialogue, the final is kind battle. Of, yeah. yeah. Anime. It's like anime. Where's Javi? He would love it. And no, the oh, Tetsuo. Tetsuo, the Iron it's Man. Total, it's total Akira. So Akira, yeah. bro. Akira, 100%. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Especially when they started, whelps, them whelps started coming out. And then yeah. they just started oozing. And... It looks so good, too. And like like you said, they're oozing. The blood's coming out. And when his eyes popped, I was like, bro. oh, our hero's dead. So to have the eyes actually transfer into the other body and to have the voice like i was like i was like that's cool did it blow that your mind no. was, it, <laughs> was it cool though that he was in the evil body 
I mean, whatever. Maybe he has a bigger dick. Maybe it all worked out. Who knows? <laughs> well, here's a, here's another couple of little 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 Easter eggs for you. Just talk uh, the uh, doctor, Doctor Ruth. It's played by uh, Patrick McGowan. Uh, he Mega was McGuhan. I, I'm oh, probably butchering his I got name. So excited. <laughs> he was uh he was in a very popular British not actually no, it wasn't very popular at all. It only had one season, but it's a cult hit in uh BBC TV. It's called The Prisoner. It's a TV show that I highly recommend anyone go check out. Uh he he crushes in that, and then he plays the doctor in this, obviously. Uh, there's there's not a whole lot of star power in it, like at all. The uh, actress who uh, plays the I not even love interest. She just happens to play what I like to say the girl in Scanners because this yeah. is a sausage fest of a movie. She was actually <laughs> if you if you look her up, her name's her name's Jennifer O'Neill. She was born in Brazil. She's actually been married nine times. Nice nine times. She is fine. No, she if, if she if she ain't feeling your if she ain't feeling your chili, man, she's gonna go find a new pot. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So uh, I, think, uh, I had read that her and the lead actor did not get along at all and just caused like all sorts of hell for Cronenberg, which I thought that was interesting because like the lead actor is Canadian and they're fucking nice to everyone. So this lady must be trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sounded very Canadian with what you just yeah, said. You that was awesome. Dude, if you were to ask me who amongst us looks the most Canadian, yeah. it would we'd be 1000% miles. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go have a bag of milk and think about what you just said. To me right now. <laughs> I'm gonna think about what you just said, eh? <laughs> Miles, real quick, who's your favorite Canadian wrestler? Ooh, uh, you, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. You go, you go, Jericho. Okay, nice, yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Okay. Yeah. It, it, should have been back at you. What's yours? Oh man, uh, based on just the uh, miracle of him coming back, I'll go Edge. Okay, that's fair. Oh, my other, the other contender was Owen Hart. I, I would also say his brother was always better. Sorry, Owen. It's just the way I feel. Yeah. No, I uh, I just came up at a time where the, like, you know, the Owen gimmicks really hit with me. Oh, no. Owen's phenomenal, and his legacy will last forever, but that's a, that's a different story. But, yeah, that's a great choice. Yeah. Hearts, we, we picked two blonde – we took two blonde heels and two heart members. We're like, <laughs> we are the yin and the yang. <laughs> so it would have been better if they put Chris Jericho in the remake, which they were going to make in 2007. David Lynn Bowsman of Saw 2, 3, and 4 – directing and also repo the generic opera which was awesome oh wow uh uh was going to direct the, the remake but he have we done get... saw at all on this uh series? we ha surprise surprise we're about to uh Hell oh is that yeah. that gonna be our that gonna be our new series no well that. it's not gonna be our series because i can't just take that one. much more form but we're just gonna do one of them <laughs> Ooh, which saw dude if we're gonna do one saw we should definitely well doing, we should we should we should pull it we should really pull it i think we're doing saw one because it was requested uh oh okay okay uh, yeah, we uh got, how about we do one saw for saw one and then one for all the you saw could season. do saw one through three that's a good trilogy i think oh most people say most people three without four. yeah you don't like Mo two Mo no, no, mo no, people most people hate three. three. Yeah, people oh, hate I like, three. I like three people hate three. <laughs> people hate three. three and five, and I love yeah. five. Three was the worst one. Five was decent. Jeez, uh, a lot about to say about saw, but nothing to say about scanner. It's a it's a real seesaw <laughs> battle. It's okay. So, we, we we talked about it. We're wait, wait, wait. If, if we could go back to scanners though, when Doctor Ruth gets shot, they don't even fucking show that. Why did they not show him getting shot? Just show the fucking brains. Was he under the control of the main character at that I time? Because so. he was mum mumbling all this stuff about 
stuff, and it looked like there was a disconnect. I was confused about that. No, because I, he didn't inject them with the stuff. He didn't give him the injection, so he wasn't ephemeral. Yeah. Ephemeral. Yeah, estrogen. And then, estrogen. Another thing that fucking baby scanned her while she was in the wound. The unborn. Oh, baby. Okay, well that was that was actually to help the plot along because of the fact that she was like, yeah, the baby did it. And then it was like, oh, okay. And then that's where when Michael Aronson kidnaps him, he goes, well, here's why. And ephemeral was definitely uh, a metaphor for thalidomide. Uh, as a lot of you know, one of my favorite songs of Billy Joel is We Didn't Set the Fire. And one of the lyrics is Children of Thalidomide, which was a drug that was also known to create massive birth defects in kids. So ephemeral is you know, meant to do that. The scanners themselves are also meant to represent hippies and whatnot. Uh, you know, baby baby boomer types. Uh, and, and I think that, you know, a lot of things are lost in translation. I think Scanners is a movie of amazing potential that we didn't quite get. And maybe there's plenty of reasons for that. I think that, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, working, quote unquote, against it. But it was still a box that was hit. It made $14 million in 1981. That's nothing to scoff at, eh? My, so, I mean. <laughs> my question is. Would it work as a TV miniseries? And I think it would. I think the premise is there. Plus, they have superpowers because everyone's power is a little bit different on the scanner side. Like, she had the ability to make the the cop or the the, the security look like his his mother. You know, and what I mean? catch on fire when they when she pushed them back. Yeah, they and that's so weird. I did like she, the fire. Thing, well, well, yeah. that and it's it's nice y'all mention that because that's also another movie around this time, Firestarter. <laughs> Pirate, like I'm telling you, man, telepathy was hot for about eight years, I'd say. And then everyone's like, okay, well, are we good? Yeah. Are we good? Are, are we good with telepathy? You know are, we, are we done? Are we I done? Okay, that's where we are with zombies finally now. Yeah. I, oh, I, thank God. Yeah. I kind of want to watch The Rage Carry 2 or whatever it's called. Saw it I, saw in the, theaters. I saw that in theaters. I saw <laughs> it in theaters too, but <laughs> spring break. Spring break, would, 1999. I like to watch that because when I was a kid and watched it, I thought it was pretty good. Hey, like, hey, uh, hey, Miles. Remember, like, Miles, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you like watching uh, uh, Zachary Ty Brian get his nut shut off? Is that like, do you remember the most from that movie? <laughs> with, I, with the um, harpoon? I haven't seen that movie since theaters, but yes, I remember the harpoon. Like, that's one of those like images that sticks with you for sure. And oh, Raph, yeah. I, uh, I agree, dude. Like, I actually, or maybe it was X. One of you all just said you like that movie. And I remember at that age, because I was only 14 years old, so I was pretty dumb. I was like, oh, this movie rocks. And then, like, I remember uh, seeing the original Carrie and being like, oh. Yeah, not as good. Not as it's good. But, you know, it's what, what I loved about the movie. And, yes, it is aged absolutely horrible. But when it came out, what I loved about it was the fact that, that Carrie got a sequel. And then also, <laughs> like, it just at all. And then also that, like, Amy Irving's <laughs> character finally bites it. So it's like, yeah, you, you don't escape forever. The only <laughs> Honestly, the soundtrack to that movie was pretty banging, if I remember. They had, like, oh. a really, like, uh, grungy 90s, like, sound to it. and it was Of course. Really the only course. problem with Carrie is that opening shot where you see her naked in the <laughs> shower. She's underage. So that's very disturbing. So where's David when you need him? <laughs> Wait, Carrie, what, like the first Carrie, you mean? Like, yes, Sissy Spacek is underage when they filmed that. So, well, it's just, yeah, it's yeah, just she... like the Blue Lagoon two with Mila Jokovic when it shows her titties. She was underage too. Well, if you want to get technical, an Oscar-winning movie, American Beauty, did the exact same thing. Oh God, God, God damn it! Uh, call me Mitchell. Michael says, "All right, Mitchell, we'll call you Mitchell." Uh, 
All right, guys. I think we talked about. Wait, was scanners. that in response to Blue Chew specifically? Or... No, no. It's Michael on or Mitchell on I, I, YouTube. I know. I'm missing it. Yeah, it's I'm Michael. Yeah, it's, it's Mitchell. Mitchell, jackass. Mitchell, it's Mitchell. Get it right. Oh, all Mitchell. right, guys. This I, is there anything else you want to say about scanners? We've been oh, all over the place. I got, I got some shit over here. All right, hit, hit it up. Hit it up, Raph. Let's go I with that list. Win. The guy's head explodes. It was the fan, so fantastic. I loved it. As soon as I saw it, it's that, iconic, like, oh, dude. It's iconic. Bro, bro. It deserves then, a better movie to be right. And then that guy sitting next to him is like, "Oh, let me just get out of here." He was trying to leave. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> it wasn't me. That's what he said. It was sort of you. But they caught me scanning on the counter. It wasn't. It wasn't me. me. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, we went through everything. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's not a whole lot to digest. It's, it's a pretty linear movie. Uh, yeah. I do, I love the storyline. Again, a lot of potential. I mean, for what it's worth, you know, back then, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a solid flick. Again, I like to see these movies as, as they were back then. And I think, I think if you're a, a, a you know, a young Canadian kid and, and you get to see like. You know, a horror movie in, in in your hometown, and you get to go, yeah, man, yeah, this is us, this is our, this you is us, what? man. You know, it just hit me. The boys totally stole its first season from this because it's all about superhero babies being born through drug use uh, infusion. So the boys took a lot from this movie. Now that I think about it, it's crazy. Uh, uh, all right, recommend it, uh, Raph. Do you recommend the movie? Bro, yeah, it's a little bit too long, but it was oddly entertaining, like I said, and it it was fucking, it was good, it was good. Right on, Miles, do you recommend it? Yes, because it's unlike every classics list, but frankly, I think even with the recommendation, you're going to be bored through eighty percent of it. Yeah, <laughs> roughly. <laughs> it's worth to the battle at the end. It's Just so that you know what everybody's point. talking about. Jay, bring the pain. You've brought all the info. This it's been so good having you back because you bring so much in-depth information about this. Tell us, do you recommend it? Yeah, I would say like I will definitely put this movie up there. It's kind of like after Jaws came out, you got a lot of imitators. Much like after Carrie came out, you got a lot of imitators. Is this movie nearly as good as Carrie? No, it is not. Is it better than The Fury? I think so. I think it's. I think it delves more deeply into the idea of what being a telepath can be uh again yes you're right though guys it's pretty much bookended by the two best effects the head explosion in the beginning and then the the big fight at the end but there is a little bit of story in the middle of it i think you can enjoy it uh and again it's not too ridiculously long so it's not digestible i would absolutely recommend it no problem i, I take it back because you don't get to see kim's tits at all once Never mind. <laughs> Don't watch it. Don't waste your time. <laughs> Don't waste your time. Uh, there was no orgy. Oh, oh, yeah. There was a mind orgy, bro. It's they not orgy. the same. They sat in the room and they sat and they they. Ralph, if you were an leaf. intellect, you would understand. Yeah. Oh, so you you guys got mind <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, dude. We all got yeah. brain boners. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, I like that he drilled the hole in his head to relieve the pressure of the voices. <laughs> I thought that was, <laughs> right, that was cool. crazy. And it looks like the pineal gland, so it's kind of sweet. Yeah, that's what they're um, doing. Um. All right, yeah, I recommend it too. Drink I think pain, I dude. think I think it was a fun watch. The first half <laughs> of it was really good. The second half kind of dragged. Yeah. yeah, so it is what it is, man. So it's pretty good. It's enjoyable. 
Hey everyone, it's just Duck jumping in here real quick to say thank you so much for checking out the podcast today. If you're enjoying it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, or iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And just so you know, the next section of the podcast will be clips from the movie, so you can find replays of the live video stream at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. Once again, all links can be found in the description. Come check out our live stream every Monday at 8 p.m. And for a full list of future films, check out our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast. And with that, back to the horror cast. All right, let's get to some clips of this bish. You guys <laughs> just the, the head exploding on repeat. I thought about doing that, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, clip time. If it'll work. Oh, come on. Bitch! That fellow over there, I have never seen anything so disgusting in all my life. I'll tell you something. He's staring. They still wanted to fuck him. Yeah, dude. They're like, that's the hottest homeless guy I have yeah. ever seen. <laughs> that's exactly what they're saying. He does say something to that effect that she's like, ooh, he wants to take us home or something like that. Yeah, this I... is what he said. <laughs> the money shot. Oh, oh dude. Oh. Just. Yeah. It does look so ridiculously fake in slow mo. But okay, go, go back and play it one more time. Go one back and play time. one. I want to show you guys one thing real quick. Okay, keep going a little, a little further. Hold on, hold on. We gotta go back. The whole That's way dog food. Oh, he's staring. Ooh. All right, the money shot. Here we go. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Kaboosh. I love I love the little mouth opening at the bottom. <laughs> like right there he kind of looks like like he belongs in a in a mad magazine. But <laughs> like yeah. yeah that's crazy. <laughs> that's mad takes bit. on scanners. There's yeah. an eyeball going. The glass this seems like, this scene looks like the fold 'em up. You have to connect the A and the B to get like an actual <laughs> image or something. Yes, exactly. And then, and then right there, right there, you see a little, you see a little opening there. Like, and it looks like he has a nose above it. Like, you think you're having a bad day? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm morbid. I'm morbid. I know. Crash. No, pure explosion. That was all right. Captain Asshole, I do not like this guy. I, we didn't even talk about him. But, uh, I think we have a new director of internal security. What a Mr. fucking Biden. traitorous bitch. Dr. Ruth, though, killing it. This is not an accident. I think we've lost them to a program far in advance of ours. Looks like Santa Claus. Situation, I come to the conclusion that there is a scanner underground developed. Like Tim Allen in the what? Santa Claus. Yeah. What is that accent? Like, is it German? Is it British? Is it uh, American? British? <laughs> is it American? I didn't American. I'm a psychopharmacist by trade, special psychopharmacist. Rising in the I guess it kind of has a uh, Taken vibe to me. Like I've got a special set of skills. <laughs> but a special is, set of skills. is that Irish? Scottish? Derogation. Tell us what you did, please, Daryl. I do the whole man. Doesn't Michael Ironside have a bit of a Jack Nicholson vibe to him? Just a little. I bit. would absolutely agree, man. He's definitely got a Canadian Jack Nicholson vibe. That's a really good take, Duck. Yeah. I never thought of that before. Great job. Why did you do it, Daryl? Why did you drill the hole? Love that. Just love the visual of that. That's... 
You wanted to let the pressure out. You wanted to let something out of your head? <laughs> what? People. I, I, I filmed a lot of this. I edited a lot of this. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. No, just to let you guys know, uh, the thing that he's doing right there, I believe the scientific term is called tripending. Uh, let me double check that real That's quick. That's a real thing, putting a hole in your head to relieve. Oh, the oh, dude, that was a that was a big time popular uh, popular practice back in the turn of the century from quack doctors was to uh, do that if, if for for any sort of like any sort of like mental disease and whatnot. Tr yeah, tree pan. It's called tree pan. T r e p a n n e d. It's just that thing to bore a hole in the head to quote unquote relieve the pressure to alleviate mental illness. Damn. Funny, funny fact. Damn, I've never been. Funny heard fact. Thirty-five. <laughs> the age of twenty-two, he was extremely self-destructive. Now, at the age of thirty-five, he is simply destructive. Now it's crazy to think that these characters are younger than me, and <laughs> I don't feel that old. And I'm watching it though. I'm like, these guys are old. <laughs> In many ways, Cameron, if he's your enemy, and mine. Yogi Bear. Fast. 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 Don't hurt me. Oh, don't hurt me. Oh, I will say one thing about this movie is the ADR is terrible. It is just all over the place. What what exactly is ADR? Uh, automatic dialogue replacement or automated dialogue replacement. So that's whenever you see the mouth moving, but they mm -hmm. actually re-recorded it, and it's very difficult to do. But like you'll see that it's not a perfect mouth movement because they couldn't use the actual natural sound from the shoot, so they had to go in and replace it with dubbed. So it's it's an art form under un, unto itself. It, like the people who do the Funimation for like the anime and stuff like that. Got to give them major credit because it's hard. It is very hard. Art. I just thought the shitty audio was part of the movie. You know what I think? I think you better tell me what you really want. It's the voices in my head. See, like, that was a... How do you stop? Very Cronenberg, right? Your voices. Oh no! That's such a cool ass scene. If that—that's like the twenty minutes I was talking about. Ten more minutes. Ten more minutes of that scene. I'd have been so happy. Oh shish! They flying. I wanted head explosions. Yeah. Oh, she's dead. Oh, he's dead. They didn't even catch on fire. Nothing. He got caught in a Some net. Some of his That's head movements, dude, get a little wacky yeah, when he's doing his like Jedi uh, Force mind tricks. Oh, well, how would you do it? <laughs> like a crackhead? That's how I would do it. Like a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kim. I would just go hypnotoad on him. <laughs> yeah. uh, Scanned him. It's for real. Just go cheech on them. <laughs> Sit down. I know you. Married nine times, huh? Yeah, yep. she's fine. She's gorgeous, man. She's it's absolutely. Gorgeous. Is she in between marriages right now? Yeah. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Hey, how you doing? Definitely a missed opportunity. I bet you there's a movie with her tits in it. Don't worry, Raph. We'll find it. He was a model. She was definitely a model. She was born in, like I said, she was born in Brazil, which you know, 
Everyone well, in Brazil is gorgeous, man. Yeah, yeah. they also have a really high STD rate, though. At least according to, uh, hey, Jim, at least, at least according to, at least, at least according world. to, a, at least according to a couple of comics that I know, and I will not name them. And they're nasty. Yeah, you almost did though. Uh, I'll risk it. <laughs> I'll risk it. My Dorgy. Here you go, oh, Rash. Man, that's, that's, that's so what annoying. I was holding my dick for no reason. Ginger over there is ready to go. Ginger looked like Jim Henson. So she's coming right there. Oh, brutal, brutal. See, they weren't that bad. They really had no protection whatsoever. It was crazy. Like, like everywhere they went. Like they're if there's like underground, why don't they have their own guns? Why don't they have their own protection? That never made sense to me. Like okay. the hero was really useless. Like the only thing he could do was. So if they can read people's mind and control them, can't they sense them like Spidey? Sense? That's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't they, they have a were? Lookout? They were they were occupied trying to become one with each other. Always. Uh... At least in that turn, at least in that little, you know. And here's the, here's what I would say is because Cameron's so much more powerful than them, yet he's also so much quote unquote younger in the scanner community. I think that uh, maybe their powers were uh, a little more, you know, devolved. I that's that's the excuse I'm giving, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> There's the fire. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Juicy squibs. Look at these. Oh, nice. Nice. They need to bring back squibs. Not the VW. Look here. He's dead. He's on the wheel. He's moving. Oh, I didn't get it. Shit. Never mind. He was was driving. Anyhow. Something scanning. Oh, shotgun scanning. Wasn't me. Easiest programming ever. Porn. Hub. Mm-hmm. I still don't get the computer. Was that trying? It was that like uh, oh fuck, I can't even think. What is it like? What? Like Doctor X from X Men with the I, oh Cerebro. Yeah, Cerebro. Yeah, I, yep, I think I think yeah. it was absolutely that. I think that again, guys. I'm telling you, the connection right. to this X Men makes, makes not... more sense. Right. They stole everything from Chris Claremont, man. Yep, <laughs> damn right. I would totally. Agree. I think that's a yeah, absolute great take. Great awesome. take. Awesome. Creeper. He says he. I miss you. This. It's Cameron Vale. <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> that was so creepy. I was like, "Why did he say he missed him?" Because that's his dad. I know, but you don't know that. Like, it's just well. Really that's why it looks creepy, and then later on, you realize it's not creepy. Yeah, I missed you. He didn't give a shit about him. He kept him nice for thirty-five years. Well, lab- welcome to the Ice Age. <laughs> lab you know does. what that lab does? It's been so Sexy things. Them, uh, <laughs> as far as I know, they they make some sort of uh, chemical. Weaponry, among other things. It manufactures ephemeral for Daryl Revan. No. Schlep! Not ephemeral. I want to see something else. The boy's number one. <laughs> Freak out. The ripe program must be stopped! Sorry, Mom. 
best actor in the movie. <laughs> I will say, even though you don't like the ADR, I love that drowning garbled voice that the people have. Yeah, that was I think, cool. I think, I think, I think that adds a, a little, a little more dimension to it. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of all these things are like created to make the illusion of mind control, and I and I think they did a really good job in this movie of doing that. And you know, you got the classic joke in you know uh, Wayne's World, wherever Garth is sitting there on the set alone, and the guy goes, "You ever see that head explode in Scanners?" And Garth is not, you know, that's my introduction to Scanners. But that's a funny joke. Uh, this says boom, <laughs> which is the 52k modem sound. Hilarious. Yeah, right, dude. Try like 0.500 byte k madam. Not much. Right. That's pretty cool shot. Yeah, that was an interesting way to show him interfacing with the computer. So. I like this guy with his molly 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 mole. Fireworks. No fireworks. Oh, consume, bitch. You could see did. the wire. He did. You could see the wire pulling him. Does Look that to make the it left. better? Does that yeah. make it better for you? No fireworks. Oh, yeah, you can. That's <laughs> a big ass look, wire. Look, look, it's right there. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even take the wire out. Kaboomish, everything explodes. The phone melts. The, the car explodes. The phone booth, for whatever reason, explodes. We just got explosions like crazy. He exploded in his pants. I did when I saw these explosions. <laughs> Again, not enough blood, not enough gore. Run, bitch! Run, bitches! <laughs> it's a gas Ooh. leak, obviously. <laughs> Why the fuck would it do that? The baby scanner. I thought the mother was up to it because she gives a sly look like, hey, hey, scan people. Yeah, she looks like she's evil. <laughs> you know why people be looking evil. <laughs> For sure, yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you think when you're at like the deli and you see a white person like over ham and cheese? Like <laughs> All white people are racist and evil to me. I thought you knew that. Oh, jeez. I had no idea, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Brother, there's only one. you and my brother. You. That was really good. I didn't see that. You sent your soldiers out to kill me. Never, never you. Who's your mother? I don't know. Who's your dad? Who's your father? <laughs> oh yeah, he shouldn't be know. saying daddy at that what age. Your first childhood memory. Yeah, he should be saying daddy it. at that age. Says, it's no, I think it's mocking me. So there's no accident. That no, it's not. It didn't. Uh... You were kept on. Guys, he's only thirty years old. No, you're right. You're allowed to say daddy at 30. trouble putting me away that they thought you out. You've been monitored every day of your life. Allowed to live like garbage. Scum. He's got a very valid point. He's not fucking wrong. He, he should have turned him. Yeah, so did Thanos. But it was, uh, <laughs> yeah. Other than he compares him to Hitler, I think. Dude, but I wasn't really sure if that's what it was. Dude, if, if the Avengers was made in the 80s, there is no one on this planet who would have been a better Thanos than Michael Ironside. Dude, 100%. okay, I'll give you 100%, that. 100%. 100%. Father. 
Dr. Paul Grug. Make Ironside Galactus. I'm starting the fucking. No, no, no. You don't, don't <laughs> take, you're, you're not taking my thunder. You can put the thunder back well, on it, me. Isn't Michael Ironside? You can he, just keep over on, there. Hold on. Isn't he dead anyhow? Nope, he's not. Oh, then he can play Galactus. But he's fuck. Yeah, that'll make his voice even better. Brother, Honestly, I don't think Galactus gives like Ironside would be a waste on Galactus because like Thanos is like a like more characterful. Galactus is just this like all powerful, um, omnipotent being. I yeah. think Keanu Reeves would make a good Galactus or John Malkovich. Oh, I can brother. see that. Thanos, Thanos, definitely, definitely old uh, Ironside. I agree with you on that. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Kanye's friend, like Ruth. Like in this no, moment? not like him. <laughs> like Rack! Daryl Rack! No. Like him. Is is it Hitler he was talking about? Is that what... How does no. this guy have a concept of Hitler? Like, he doesn't know anything. He's basically a baby. So I don't understand. Who was he... Who was he replying to like him? The Antichrist? Was he Hitler himself? Ooh. I don't know. Who do you think's more evil, Hitler or the devil? Isn't that the person? We're not getting. We're not getting. Wait, wait, wait. Try to ask. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this much for all our atheists out there: one's been empirically proven to exist, and the other is the devil. See, so, as an atheist myself, I was going to say, have you ever seen them both in the same room at the same time? Ah, excellent point. <laughs> Superman. It's as though he's been reincarnated <laughs> in you. The devil just puts glasses on and he's <laughs> <laughs> Hitler. He's <laughs> Hitler when he puts them on and takes them off. Hitler didn't wear glasses. Yeah, he, he takes him off and he's Hitler. He <laughs> How would you know? Goddamn devil. Were you hanging out with Hitler? No, I, I ain't no ye, man. It's not actually a mustache. It's just some of like the ash from hell. <laughs> Scan off. Here we go. Okay, that sounds like a good cartoon right there. Tell me you're not going to betray me like all the rest. Tell me you're not. He should be able to read his no. mind and know. Yes, I agreed. Plot hole. Plot hole. No! It's scan not me. a plot I'm hole. Scan. We're gonna do I'm gonna scan the, you. You They're the two most powerful scanners. They're literally fighting each other. That's why they can't read each other's mind. They're, 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 no point. That's literally the purpose of this fight scene. But at no point in the movie does it state that they can block the other scanners. Does it ever block? They ever say they can't? Oh, it looks like it looks like it is here. Like they're blocking each other's power. Like. Yeah, this is a this is a literal mental war. Mental Dude, this is like war. when the Wachowskis and Cronenberg battle in theaters in the nineties. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait, can you can you pitch this scene to someone? Can you pitch it to somebody? Yeah, could you pitch this scene to somebody? Yeah, two people like stare at each other, then their veins pop out, and, and then, then the guy's explode. eyes explode, and then it's a fucking awesome looking. Let's make a movie. Brother should be close. Don't you? Michael Ironside will kill it. Oh, I feel so good. I'll have what he's having. I do like this ripping off the face. That is totally Cronenberg right there. So he's controlling him. His brother's controlling him to cut up. Yeah. To rip off his fucking face. He turns into a werewolf. Makes for a great poster. 
Only thing this was missing was him ripping his own dick off and then fucking his eyeball. Oh my it. god, dude, do not bring up the sadness. I do not want to think about the sadness. That movie fucked me up hardcore. Thank you, Joey. I think Johnson. about that movie a lot, bro. Yeah, that movie. <laughs> I do not like that movie. I the end. It. Now uh, that's all we're gonna be thinking about. Yeah. There we go. The end. He's hiding. No, I, I didn't like this. Yeah, why is he hiding? It's me, Kim. Because what if she fell in love with that other hey, hey. man? You guys, uh, you guys notice that his scar is gone now too. What scar? The oh, scar the from head. From... Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. I figured they fused together or something like that. Like it doesn't really explain it. So maybe, you know, maybe the consciousness of Michael Ironside is still in there or something like that. So I don't know. I'd be intrigued to see what the breakdown of it is. The end, though. That is all we wrote about scanners. Uh, guys, let's do some recommendations real quick. I'm going to have some weird ones. They're not horror movies, but I think they fall in line with kind of the themes of this. So the first one I'm going to recommend is a movie called Jumper, starring Anakin himself. Yeah, uh, great one. That's a great came one. Out, I like this movie, yeah. It's a great yeah. movie. I wish they would have made some sequels to it. I believe it was directed by David Goyer. Um I, think I it was like supposed it. Supposed to be the start of a franchise, but it did not do well in theaters. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. It did great it in theaters. Oh, maybe yeah, I'm ma- misremembering then. It wasn't a massive blockbuster, but it definitely made over a hundred million dollars. Well, then yeah. I, I thought that I had read at one point it was supposed to start a franchise, and it didn't for some reason. Yes, I think they were the, trying to begin one, and I would have liked to have seen it. I think they ended up doing a TV show about it. Uh, Later on, if I'm not incorrect, he was director of this. Uh, Doug Lyman. It was written by David Goyer. Okay, that's what I was thinking. And budget. God damn. You want to know how much this motherfucker made? $225 million. It did pretty good. Yeah, it just wasn't It just wasn't as big as they wanted it to be. Whatever happened to this box office? <laughs> Only $225 million. <laughs> Television yeah, I- series. I was right. It's been off television series title. Impulse released on YouTube Premium on July 6, 2018. So I knew there was something there. But anyhow, I like Jumper. I think it's a really good movie. And I like the concept of like there's multiple jumpers and like Samuel L. Jackson's out to get them. So it's kind of cool. Uh, the next movie I'm going to re- recommend is Hackers. I love this movie. I know Another it's such one. a weird, but like I got the vibe of like an underground uh, uh, community, you know what I mean? Kind of coming together to defeat a big hot, bad guy. God, oh yeah. And yeah. and Raph, you get to see her tit. Not yep. both of them, but you get to see one. So uh, bro. she started dating. She started dating Johnny Lee Miller after this movie. Married him. him. Yeah. Yeah, married him and then broke his heart and drug him along for the rest of his life, according to every tablet I've ever read. <laughs> so that's terrible. He's uh, fine. He'll, he'll be, be right. fine. But yeah, uh, love this movie. Such a fun setup. The villain is the guy who I believe does the voice of the screen. It's uh, Fisher. It's Fisher Stevens. He's also in the Super Mario Brothers movie, which is awesome. Let's be real. Let's talk about the movie everyone remembers him from. He's from Short Circuit 1 and 2. That's right. Hey, he plays so Indian easy. face. That's yep. right. Does that he do the voice of totally Scream? Okay. He doesn't do the voice of Scream, does he? No, he does not. You are mistaken. Who does the voice of Scream? It's an actor who made a lot of money, but no, it was not Fisher Stevens. All right. I don't know why I always thought it was him. Fisher Stevens is one of the most underrated sci-fi movies of the 80s, My Science Project. Everyone talks about weird science. Nobody talks about My Science Project. That's a great movie. 
Robert L. Jackson is the voice of Scream. Okay, my bad, my bad. Uh, do you guys have any recommendations? I have Lucy. Lucy. Oh, Ooh, yeah. That's, that's a good one. In this. Yeah. That's a great one. Again, yeah. it, it has a little bit of uh, telepathy in it, and, you know, it's fucking an awesome fucking movie. Very nice. Miles I, I would yeah. like to recommend I'd like to recommend Matilda. It's yes. uh fair enough. Classic children's tale that is all, all about uh telekinesis. Now are you talking about the one in the nineties that was made by Danny DeVito, or are you talking about the new one that just came out? Either one, any any and all in the book. It's all about that. Get yourself from Roll Doll. Maz, what you got? All right, we'll go with a weird one. Uh, it's inspired by the idea that you can watch just the first 20 minutes of this film, see the most iconic part of it, and then like save yourself some time. And that is going to be the 2002 Dud Ghost Ship, which has an insanely awesome opening kill. Like, Never saw one of, it. One of the best opening kills ever, or opening sequences with lots of kills caught on camera ever. And then the rest of the movie is just kind of like, oh, well... This is I, fine, I guess. Um, <laughs> which is how I felt about Scanners. Yes. I would love to watch that movie on this cast, too, because I've never seen it, and I've always wanted on to On acid? It. It'd, be, it'd be a fun one to watch. Maybe. I mean, that doesn't sound like you know, fun to like, me. Literally, but... the opening sequence is worth a conversation. Like We, we could have the four of us or, and whoever else joins could have a conversation about the first just opening sequence of that film. Uh, and then the rest of it, we will probably all largely shit on. Yeah, Dex, 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 Dex gonna hate it because it's a Dark Castle movie. He hates oh, House on the Haunted Hill. Fuck that shit. He hates Thirteen Ghosts. So really? hate oh, Ghost. oh no, I love Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, Thirteen Ghosts. When did I say I hated Thirteen Ghosts? Thirteen Ghosts is the shit. It's pre Scooby Doo. Matthew Lillard, come on. Thirteen Ghosts is fun. It's got the rotating and, and Shannon Elizabeth, who we're going to be talking about yeah. next week. And uh, ah, Jack detail. Frost, that's right. Uh, cold, chilly detail. Ooh, I love it. Well, all right. Well, everyone, tell them where they can find you on the internet. Starting with Raph at Little House on the Parody. I have a lot of contents I need to get out huh? there, but I've been fucking depressed, so I can't get it out because you know <laughs> I'm doing all that shit myself. But uh, as soon as I get it, I'll, I'll, I'll be posting soon, guys. Uh, thank you, guys. Cool, Miles. Tell them where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me at Mr. Most Days Off everywhere online, and uh, I'm the opposite of Wrath. I've been working twice, three times, maybe even more is hard because I'm depressed, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find us at wearepodcast.podbean.com where you can find all the podcasts. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at wearepodcast. And you can find us every Monday here for Camp Slash Horrorcast where we talk horror movies from the past live on Twitch at 8 p.m. Central. Next week will be Jack Frost. We're going back to the Christmas theme uh i've never seen this movie so i am pumped i am super excited uh i've seen good yeah i've seen the sex scene in the tub and i've jerked off very 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 (laughs) ferociously to it uh because that's what i'm into no uh no i I, i'm excited to see so guys Fat, fat 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 white guys on little girls uh, not little girls. I like was that. gonna say, yeah, that's my <laughs> thing. Actually, my girlfriend asked me to mention her friend Travis, who did sexy Santa Claus and did a photo shoot. And he's <laughs> he's a larger guy too. And like, but he was getting his fucking freak on and he showed me the pictures. I was like, right on, bro. Right nice, on. Dude, I'm I'm gonna try to hire an ice sculptor to just carve Ducky's dick. And his actually 
his girlfriend Ani is going to be on the show, and that's why we're doing Saw in two weeks. So that's nice one in the next two weeks. So we've got Jack Frost and then Saw. So those are the two movies we'll be doing. Uh, with that said, guys, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Uh, fun cast, fun times had by all, hopefully. And with that said, we will see you in the next one. Keep horror in your heart. Keep it in your heart, motherfuckers. Michael, and quit drinking. Go to bed. Michael, quit drinking. Mitchell. <laughs> Michael Mitchell, whatever his name was. I don't even remember. There we got we got Jay to do the horror in the heart. Uh and and yeah, Jay, welcome is... back, dude. Hell yeah. Good to be back, oh, guys. Good to be back. It's a perfect ending. Jay, welcome back. I'll keep that in. And there it is. Thank you again so much for checking out the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, head over to your favorite podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher. Podbean and iTunes, and give We Are Podcast Network a like. And since this is Camp Slash Horrorcast, if you want to check us out live, we will be on Twitch and YouTube every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can find us at twitch.tv backslash We Are Podcast Network and youtube.com backslash We Are Podcast Network. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you're going to love the other podcasts here on the We Are Podcast Network. We have We Are Air, where we talk movies, entertainment, whatever the fuck we want to talk about. That's me, that's Jake, and that's Javi. We're breaking down that pop culture, and we're having so much fun. And don't forget to check out We Are Bagoo, a video game podcast, where we talk Atari to Steam and everything in between. That's me and Dr. Ethan Eastwood breaking down all that video game lore. Heroes, Jeros, a Dungeons and Distractions side quest. Me and the boys were playing some D&D. You can start that one from Season 1, Episode 1. It's a blast the whole way through. And I hate being sober. Personal stories from epic people. I sit down with some of my favorite people of all time. We talk about their trials, their tribulations, and their journey this far. Also, check the links in the description for our social media. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at backslash we are podcast network. With that said, hopefully we see you in the live stream.